Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of And I want you to welcome someone on your left and on your right. Tell the person, welcome to the house of God. Tell the person, your life will never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for coming here this morning. We are still in our journey, in our month of success. We are still looking at the pillars that will make us successful. The pillars that will make us successful. Pillars of success. And last week, we saw only one, which was the pillar of vision. We said just as every building without pillars or every building that doesn't have the right pillars will collapse, so also every destiny that lacks pillars is bound to fail. Every destiny that don't have pillars is bound to suffer a shipwreck. Is bound to fail. But if your destiny will succeed, if your career, your profession will succeed, then you would need to apply some pillars in order for you to see the success that you are desiring of. Nobody wishes himself into success. You will die a beggar. You will die a failure if you are only wishing to be successful and not laying the right pillars to be successful. Are you hearing me? You will not see success if you don't do what is needed for you to do. Your career will not make progress. Your marriage will not see progress. Your life will not see progress if you don't put in some pillars. Even if your parents hand over their success to you hand over money to you success cannot be inherited it's just a matter of time you will lose everything i'm telling you you can't inherit someone's success you need to be successful yourself i wanted to tell the one by you you can't inherit someone's success you must have your own success and that is why we are looking at the pillars that are necessary for us to have success in our life and our destinies. And we said vision is knowing what God wants you to do with your life and applying yourself to it. That's vision. No, not just doing anything, keke, but knowing what you are good at, what you have the strength in, and what God wants to do with your life. 
and pursuing it is the first step to being successful if you find yourself in the wrong career if you find yourself in the wrong thing you will struggle till you get frustrated that's the truth others will be making it but you follow them blindly into that thing it may not be your field it may not be for you but if you find yourself where you must be even though challenges will confront you but some way somehow you have something on the inside of you that is able to meet and to overcome the challenges i pray that may you find vision may you know what to do with your life when you were leaving i gave you an assignment i told you that go and sit down and find out talk to yourself and find out that what am i good at and what does god think or want me to do with my life what will i succeed in what am i good at what where lies my strength or what is the area where my strength lies how many of you did that assignment yeah you can see only few people that is why we all come to church but it is not all of us will be successful that is why i'm preaching to everyone but it's not everyone who benefit from what i'm teaching because even when you are giving the assignment you will not do it so it means that you are still going to work from october to november not knowing what and next year will come you'll be jumping and you may be ending the year without seeing any progress because you are in the wrong field and you may be doing something that god has not asked you to do all right so number two pillar of success if you want to be successful you need number two number two is wisdom everybody say wisdom if you need if you want to be successful you cannot be successful outside wisdom wisdom is one of the master pillars to commanding success in any field it is the it's one of the major pillars that you need if you will succeed it's like one of the corner pillars to need for success to answer wisdom is a fundamental requirement in the school of success and the wiser you are the higher your shine the wiser you are as a student the higher your shine as a student the wiser you are as a businessman the higher your shine will be in that business the wiser you are as a woman or in marriage or a man in marriage the better your shine will be in marriage if you lack wisdom in any field you lack shine in that field are you hearing me are you hearing me tell the one but you go for wisdom it is a pillar that will make you successful you see a lot of people are struggling today because of the problem of foolishness yes a lot of people have found themselves in pain in marriage because of some foolish decisions they made a lot of people are struggling in this Ghana economy because of certain mistakes, certain foolish decisions that they made 
You see, any decision you make that sends you backwards is a foolish decision. It's not a wise one. Wisdom only takes you forward. Say, wisdom only goes forward. Wisdom only prospers. Wisdom doesn't bring you back. So, what you call mistake is actually foolishness. Doing the wrong thing. And every one of us here have the ability to be wise and also have the ability to be, to, to be a fool. Yes. Listen to me carefully. Today you are not here to shout. <laughs> I said, the reason why you either marry or not is whether you are wise or you are a fool. Ten virgins. They were all virgins. But only five were called wise and five were fools. So as we are here in the church now, when we divide the church, we have half fools, half wise. Ask the one by you, where do you belong? The decisions you are making concerning your life, where to stay, what to read in school, whether to even go to school or not, whether to drop out of school, whether to learn a trade or go and look for quick money, these are contingencies of wisdom. Wisdom is what will tell you that go and be an apprentice instead of going to sell and make money today. Wisdom. Wisdom will tell you that be hungry today so that tomorrow you will have a better profession. It's called wisdom. Wisdom will tell you that drop that key and go to school. Wisdom will tell you drop that car key and go to school. Wisdom. Instead of looking for money today. Wisdom will tell you that sacrifice to you see wisdom is not popular. Say wisdom is not popular. Wisdom is not cherished, liked by people. Wisdom, people don't like wisdom because wisdom is hard. That is what the Bible says that foolishness is attached to a child. It takes the rod of correction to separate the child from foolishness. Because children don't want hard things. And in life, it is like that. There are people who are behaving childish because of the, the, the syndrome of foolishness, sickness on the inside of them. And listen to me. No matter the anointing oil and prophecy and impartation, you let me lay hands on you and fall down 77 times and get up. Foolishness will make the prophecy. Foolishness will reverse it. It will make you grow old with gray hair and not have anybody to fetch water for you. It's called foolishness. It will make you end your, your life without any savings, any investment. Meanwhile, you were chewing chubum. It's called foolishness. It will make you go to school and be in the same class and listen to the same teacher and you get C, E, F and somebody got A, B. It's called foolishness. It makes you choose the wrong questions to answer. It is. <laughs> I've not started. Oh. Thursday, Thursday, those of you can do that. I told you that Sunday. May the parents of you be chewing him. So, and then if I say, be chewing him. So, if you don't like it, drop your offering and go. Amen. <laughs> is there some paper going? Yes. Is, it, is it working well? 
Or you don't know that it is wisdom that will make you choose A or B. You don't know. It is wisdom. Wisdom is what makes you selective in questions. So people fail in school because of what they, they tackled first. People fail. It's, it's all a matter of foolishness. How you handle your business. It's a matter of wisdom or foolishness. How you enter into partnership, agreement, the decisions you are making on when you wake up in the morning till so you go to bed, you put to practice the things that you know, whether you are wise or you are not wise, they are the things that determine what you do in the day. Whether you should spend all your time on the phone or you should apply your time to making money, it's all a product of foolishness or wisdom. Are you hearing it? I pray that may you be fine to be wise. I said, may wisdom be imparted to your heart. Yeah. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Daniel chapter 12, the verse number 3. Daniel 12 verse 3. The Bible says that, and they that will be wise shall shine as the brightness of the heaven. So wisdom determines your shine. Tell the one by you, wisdom is the reason why you will shine or you will not shine. As a musician, as a, a, a professional, whoever you are, as a pastor, as a church, as a businessman, as a student, whether you will shine or not, Bible says that and they that shall be wise, they will shine like the brightness of the firmament. May you shine. Yeah. I said, may you shine. Yeah. May you shine like the brightness of the heavens. But it is a contingency of what wisdom is the by wisdom. Wisdom is the one that makes you shine. I pray that from today, foolishness is departing from our hearts. And wisdom is entering into our hearts. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. So wisdom is the principal thing if you will succeed. Is the important thing if you saw see Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 tells us it says that wisdom is the principal thing. When we say something is principal, it means the important thing, the most important. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore, get wisdom. Tell somebody by you get wisdom. This is Solomon speaking. Wisdom is the principal thing. So, my dear, search for wisdom. Otherwise, you will not succeed. You will not make it. You will end as an average if you don't have wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom produces understanding. Wisdom will make you understand life. Eh? Some of you, and you've not yet come to understand life. Sometimes I see some people, all I tell them, over tears here, the way you are fooling yourself when you complete, and it's not like I'm cursing the person. After the person completes school, their eyes start shining. levels. <laughs> you when you are young, If you don't take care, foolishness will make you think that life is like something that sells supplies. <laughs> it's like oh, when I am there, the thing will come. No, 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 no. It will take wisdom for a child to start thinking like an adult. To start making decisions that will save his future. That's why the Bible says that in all you're getting, get wisdom. Get understanding. Because wisdom will make you understand what you are doing. 
It will make you understand how to pass your exams. It will make you understand how to marry and stay married. Marrying is one thing. Staying married is another. Wisdom will give you understanding of how to handle this or handle that. Wisdom will teach you how to deal with your customers so that your customer base grows. It's wisdom. You can't say that you are coming to tell, oh, Father, grow, and then when you go, you are doing the wrong thing. The, the business won't grow. I'm telling you. Wisdom is what you use to have understanding of how to run that business. And that, the Bible says that in all you're getting, get it. Understanding. Clap your two hands for Jesus. <laughs> what is wisdom? Jesus defines wisdom as the practical application of acquired information. Hmm? The practical application. Matthew 7 24. It said, For he who hears these sayings of mine and does them, it is he who is wise. That's Nansa. That you know something, you are applying it. To know it and to do it is foolishness. And you know that people know alcohol is evil, but they drink. You see medical doctors smoking. Oh, yeah. But they will tell you it's harmful for your health. But they are, they are, they are taking it. You understand? Because they have entered into a realm of what? Foolishness. So the, the, the wisdom is no more working. And it kills them. It's no more working. But Jesus says that he who hears and does them, he is wise. So wisdom is simply the, the right application or the practical application of knowledge, of information. So what you have been taught, as I'm teaching now, those who are going to practice it, they are going to be operating in wisdom. But those who just live here and go and joke about and come back, they are in another realm. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. One thing about wisdom is that it offers direction. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. You will know you are wise by how you know direction to things. How do I go? Where do I go? Who do I talk to? What do I do about it? How do I go about it? Direction. Bible says that if the iron is blunt and do not wet the edge, then must he put in more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. Wisdom. It gives you direction. How to do this? Where to go? Who to talk to? How to go about it? So you are, you, are, you are doing business. How do you go about it that you, you make sales? Wisdom will direct you. Put your hand on your head and say, Lord, direct me. Lord, you see, some of you, eh, there are things in your mind you want to do. Oh, I want to become this. I want to do this. I want to do that. But the thing is, you don't have the wisdom that will help you to become it. You seem to lack the direction. How do I do this in order for me to become this? How do I do that in order for me to escape becoming this? Direction. And that is one of the products of wisdom. That it provides you with the right direction to anything you are looking for. From today, you will not miss your way. I said from today, you will not miss direction. Tell the one by you, you are not going to miss direction after today. You will know what to do. Every junction of your life. Whether to turn left or right, wisdom will speak. 
One thing about wisdom is not just direction, it also gives discretion. Everybody say discretion. What is discretion? You are doing something. They have not given you specific instruction, but you just use your discretion, your, your ability to choose to do this or do that. And you seem to always have a correct discretion. It's like what you decided to do when the person came, the person said, oh, he's good. You understand? The person was not there for you to ask, but while steady at the end, oh no, in this situation, I should do this. And when you chose and you did it, when the person came, said, that's the correct one. Now, is the application of what? Discretion. 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 The ability to choose be between and to do the right thing. That's discretion. And wisdom is what produces discretion. And in life, if you will succeed, you need wild discretion. Because you have to make certain decisions without consultation. You may not have time to consult. Some opportunities may just be, be, be tabled before you and you need to make a decision. Discretion. 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 I pray for everyone here that may you operate in supernatural discretion. You see, if you are a driver, your, your, your sense of judgment is what I'm calling discretion. When you're on the road, something can happen. You need to know whether you do this. Pa, pa, like with this split second, you must take a decision. And that's what discretion. And you can either crash if you lack the discretion or you can escape if you have discretion. And a lot of destinies have crashed because of lack of discretion. A lot of young people have wasted their lives because they fail to apply discretion. A lot of old people have messed up their destiny. Today, they look back and then they cry with all their gray hair and then they, 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 they cry because they fail to apply discretion. Ask the one by you, do you have discretion? <laughs> it's a product of wisdom. And when the mouth choose the mouth the right thing, I will be too for one. Amen. And if we'll be successful, we normally don't talk about wisdom, but it is a key factor. And you have to, and that's why James chapter 1, verse 5, he said that is there anyone who lacks wisdom? Let him ask. And God will give it to him for free. That means that God is a giver of wisdom. Tell the one by you, God can give you wisdom. Tell him, Solomon asked for it. And God made him wise. If you also ask for it, you will be very wise. And success will be your portion. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. I ask for wisdom for someone here. I ask for understanding for you. So that this pilot you want to become, you will know what to do. So that this nurse you want to become, you will sit down and know what to do and what not to do. So that this driver you want to achieve, you want to, you, you know what to do and what not to do. Hmm? You, heard, you heard the testimony somebody gave? He's in the same economy, the same fuel, the same car situations, same factors. Amen? But he says that in this same economy with high fuel prices, he's making profit to the extent that he's getting some to go to school. Wow. So it is not really about the economy. It's about the level of wisdom you're operating in. Say wisdom. That is why in COVID, some people were running at a loss. Others were increasing. In COVID, churches were collapsing. Others were rather increasing. In COVID, business were folding up. Other business, you see, it is wisdom. Wisdom that is playing between two managers. Wisdom is what distinguishes. 
I'm telling you, the same problem. Wisdom will make one react in this way, the other person will react in the other way. So the results will be different. And so listen, instead of praying and killing your enemies, pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. And you will hardly fail an exams. I'm telling you. You hardly fail an exams. You go for interview, they bounce you. Oh God, give me favor. What you were lacking is wisdom. You didn't talk well. There is something if you had said, they would have stamped your visa for you. <laughs> they would have employed you. Wisdom. You didn't display wisdom. Amen. How many of you really need wisdom? You say, God, I need you to give me wisdom. You see, blessed are those who are humble. God will give them wisdom. I pray for you that may God give you wisdom. I said, may God give you wisdom. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. So wisdom will exempt you from wastage, from wasting your life. It will exempt you from wasting your life. Because you made the right choices. So you don't waste your years. Huh? You're just deciding to choose one boyfriend can waste two years of your life. Just one boyfriend you chose to date. Can waste three years, sometimes six years of your life. That's why you are stuck. You can't leave him. You can't leave him not because you don't know he's a womanizer, but you have wasted six years. You don't know how to start afresh. <laughs> one decision can waste two years of your life. Wisdom can save you from wastage. Say, God, save me from wasting. Wasting your money, wasting your life, wasting your, your efforts, and even losses. If you see people running at loss, is an issue of wisdom. It's an issue of wisdom. If they had a certain level of wisdom, they would not run at a loss. They lacked a certain level of wisdom. So today, instead of praying against every demon that causes my business to go down, you rather pray that every wisdom I need to make the business make sales or to make produce or to yield resource, to have a high productivity. That is the prayer you have to start praying. It's the prayer of wisdom. Say, help me, Lord. Say, help me, Lord. Wisdom will show you the way to increase in your life and then in your business. Now, the third thing is diligence. Diligence. Now, when you have vision, the second thing that you need, wisdom. Now, when you get wisdom, now you will need the third pillar. Is the pillar called diligence if you will be successful. If you will become a giant in your field, if you will become a force to reckon with in your field, then you need to be diligent. You go to school, you want to be able to make the A's and become one of the top students in the school, then you have to start applying diligence to study. If you are lazy, I can prophesy what will happen to you without being a, a, a bad prophet. I can just predict that if you are lazy in class, you will fail. And you will not be known in the school. If you will be known at all, who is carrying the class? That's how you'll be known. And the same applies to life. That it is the diligent that becomes the giant. The hard, what is diligence? Diligence means hard working. That is diligence. And diligence is a pillar for hard work. You see, a lot of people don't like hard work. A lot of people don't like hard work. See that they, they like soft work. Like things that is cool, soft. Some AC is blowing on, on, on them. Even that one, the time they have to apply to doing their documents and working. No. 
That they want to wake up and there is food. Somebody is giving them money. Somebody is just dashing them. They don't like hard work. Ask the one by you, do you like hard work? Or you are lazy? Ask him. Do you like hard work? How do you react when the work is hard? You run away from it. How do you react? What is your response to hard work? Proverbs 22 verse 29. Hmm. Am I boring you this morning? Should we cast out devils? So that we change the topic and start casting out devils. No. No. How many years will we cast out devil from you? When what you lack is wisdom. <laughs> you see, this is why you go to good churches like uh, Pastor Otabio said, like ICGC and, and you see that there's no deliverance. Pie, pie. But they are all rich people. Because wisdom they teach wisdom. <laughs> and you go to where every day you share oil and they are all always poor. Oh, is it not true? That is why this month of success, I want to teach you, the, I want you to understand that there is something that makes people succeed. Aside prayer, there's something. Prayer has its place. Hard work is one of the things. Hard work. Bible said, do you see a diligent man in his business? He will stand before kings. See, listen, tell, tell the one, but your diligence will promote you before kings. I, I got a chance to stand before the headmaster after one exam. Why? Because of diligence. You get a chance to stand before prominent people because of diligence. You see a student who is, or oh, maybe he's being given best, whatever, award from a, a national mass science. You see that the president is now shaking. What took him there? Diligence. No, no, no. He learned mass and science <laughs> to the extent that he passed and they took him to the president. Diligence. Hmm? If your business will take you before rich people, if rich people will become your customers, then you have to be hard working. Otherwise, how many of you want to work with the Tesumami people? Even if you mention one city or say Tesue. But you see, there are some class of people that when they come, you just measure them and then when they finish, they say, um, um, how much will you send the bill? This is my account number. They just write and say that, um, let us know the bill. My secretary will send to you. No, Tesu, mommy. But you see, how do you get such customers? It's by what hard work, serious. Because those people they don't like it when you tell them Monday. Their Monday you don't you don't send the thing. Meanwhile, for you to send the thing on Monday, you have to do all night to sew it. This is going for all here. <laughs> Sometimes you must not, you can't sleep. You have to do extra time so that you can deliver certain things. It's called what? Diligence. Ask the one by you. Are you hard working? Do you use extra time to work? If you must do something, if you must present something to your customer, are you able to sacrifice or you prefer to sleep? Maybe I'm a 
then you go as if then your customer is there and then you're going to sleep hmm? amen the only thing that should have power to take you out of your workplace should be two things one is god and two is your family your wife your daughter because you are working for for for, for them if they die right now you carry your your tools and where you used to bury them no so the only thing that brings me out of this office if i hear that my daughter is sick no matter what i'll leave i'll go and attend her because if i close all of you, you go i go and bury her i'll go and pray for her amen are you hearing me so what should make you tell your customer oh this one i got is either it is church time is god's time or it is family critical it's not like in our sleep is important but Charlie, we are trying to say that some level of hard work is needed for you to be able to attract certain customers clap your two hands for jesus amen oh amen it's very very important bible says that do you see a man who will stand before kings he is the man who is diligent may you stand before kings even if you are a barber if you are a, you just crop hair may your customers be the great in the society we have people who go to the castle who go to the presidential palace to go and crop the hair of the president uh, would you prefer to be that one that to have a long time in one corner and nobody knows you there and you say you are a manager you prefer you should have been a barber for the president than to be a manager of some susu company you should, if you are a security man I pray for you that you're sick, you will be securing great people, not poor people. That's what we are talking about. If you are shoe shine, may you be working for the great, not the less. That's what the Bible is saying that a man's diligence will bring him before king. That means it doesn't matter the work you do. We are not talking about the work you do. Doing it well will bring you, it will change your customer base. To change your customer base. Huh? It will change your customer base. Hard work will change your customer base. And I pray that may God cause you to have a change of customer base. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 18. By much laziness, the building would decay. And through idleness of the hands, the house will collapse. So a house will collapse through what? Idleness. They are building. Those of you who went to Mexico, you saw how how some of the rooms there that have not been worked on <laughs> decay because what someone didn't work on it. Some people didn't work on it for years, thirty years that's been there, and so most of the wall, if even the one we had to fix, we have to do a lot of work to get it the way it is. Amen. Now that is how laziness have effect on your life. It corrupts your life. It makes you decay. You could have been great, but you are wasting away. You have become a nobody. You are struggling to make one meal because of laziness. Because of laziness. It causes a building to decay. Listen to me. The first commandment that God gave to Adam was hard work. Say hard work. Genesis 2 verse 15. 
God took man and put him in the garden and said, dress it and keep it. Now work in it. So listen, work is not a case. Tell somebody, work is not a case. For you to wake up in the morning, Ube Kojima say, ah, we are near another man. Adam, no, 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 no. It's just an expression of laziness. You are manifesting your high lazy abilities. Amen. Because Adam was a worker. So Adam was a worker. Now, even God is a worker. Jesus is a worker. Jesus said, my father works. That is why I also work. The Holy Spirit is a worker. He works in us, both to will and to do. So God is a worker. Adam, worker. Everyone was working. You must also be a worker. So, when you become a Christian, we say, oh, God has blessed you. It doesn't mean that God has delivered you from work. That's why Paul told the Thessalonians that the hand that doesn't work should not eat. Are you, you are trying to eat without working. That's why you have become a thief, a slave queen, and a slave king. Yeah. You don't know we have slave kings too. They have sugar mummies. Who go for them? Say, fine boy, you will not work. <laughs> Amen. Oh, am I speaking to someone? Ask the one by you. Are you working or you are a slayer? Working, you are waiting for one one uncle to send you momo, one man to send you momo. You are waiting for one boy to send you momo. You are not working. Start with something, start with something, do something in your hands. Let's say if you spend 24 hours without working, you are a lazy girl. I'm telling you, you are lazy. You spend 24 hours, you didn't do anything, you are lazy. No matter your excuse, uh, I'm, I'm waiting to gather money. The little you have, use it to do something. You are lazy. Because somebody is giving you chop money, so what the cry? And what saddens me is when a man is doing that. When a man, when a man too is doing that, for for for, for you, don't come and marry. You are going to marry them. You are going to take it. <laughs> May the spirit of laziness depart from every one of us. Clap your two hands. Ask the one by why are you quiet? Are you lazy? You look too quiet for me today. You look too quiet. And I why these are that my laziness is chew. We are quite too for time ben I'm sorry. Besides that time ben I'm sorry. Besano said time ben I'm sorry. Listen. If you are a lady, listen to me. Listen to me. If you are a lady here and you wake up mostly from sex you are lazy I'm telling free argue with me and I'll prove it to you argue with me I'll prove it to you you are just a lazy person if you are a lady here if you are a lady here amen if you are a lady here, now say, Oh, that's sorry. After five, six, you are a lazy person. Yes. Because, no, no, go and ask your mother that this is what your pastor said. Go and ask your mother. Go and ask your mother. Go and ask. 
Go and ask. A woman, before everybody wakes up, you should be awake. You should be awake to put your environment in order. You should be awake to ensure that before your father wakes up, food is ready. Before your children wake up, food is ready. Even if it is breakfast, you wake up and just bath and sit down and you are just reading something. Listen, a real woman doesn't wake up from six. Like but as at nine. So hard work is the surest way. If I come to you right now and I prophesy to you that you are going to be rich. I actually tell you that if you work hard, you'll be rich. Because you cannot be rich without working hard. You cannot. Hard work is what substantiates your faith. The Bible says faith without works is dead. James 2.17 Faith without works is dead. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4 I love the way the Bible puts it. Proverbs 10 verse 4. You see, today I know you don't like me. Don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry. I know you don't like me. Listen, listen. Everybody read it. Everybody who loves his future. How many of you love your future? Read the scripture. One go. He becomes poor. That deals with a slack hand. What is it? Slack? Lazy hand. But the hand of the diligent make it. Let's read it again. He becomes poor. That deals sluggishly with a slack hand. But the hands of a diligent person makes him rich. What makes you rich? The oil? No. The prayer? No. What makes you rich? What makes you rich? So, when you do the spiritual things to deal with the devil who can attack you, now do the physical things by working hard. Amen. Oh, amen. Like I told you, you, you can't, you can't. You see, when, when God called Abraham, what did God tell Abraham? God told him that in, in chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, God called him and said, Leave your father's house and go to a land I will show you. I will bless you. I will make you great. Blah, 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 blah. The Bible ended there. Don't be deceived. Read the other chapters. Bible says that, and Abraham started rearing animals, <laughs> he started working. Digging wells, doing farming, digging wells that's hard work. So, Abraham did not just become rich because he worked hard. So, when God calls you, He has called you to hard work. Tell, tell Him when you are called a Christian, you have been called to hard work. Hard work, I'm telling you. Otherwise, you will be anointed poor person in the church anointed but poor person in the church but it shall not be your story i said it shall not be your story planning is great but planning without implementation is is as good as useless planning do you know that a lot of you as you end this conference or this month you will start planning oh i want to sell foes that you 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 will write it down but you will not do it <laughs> Some of you say that, oh, like, like Pastor said, okay, from today I'll wake up at four. 
you will not imp- you will not do it. Your mother will still come to wake you up. Sorry, copra. Your mother will still come. If you who so if you plan that, okay, next year, Pastor, I want to go back to school because I've realized that maybe I'm good in this area or that, and I want to go back to school so that I'll better myself and become a lawyer. Beautiful. You have planned. But if you don't take the steps to buy forms, to do remedials, to start learning, to start writing, your planning is as good as useless. Hard work is the only way, I'm telling you. It's not just planning. Planning is good, but you just plan, you don't implement it. It has been proven that 80% of people whose parents were rich and handed over to them became poor afterwards. They all failed. 80% of them failed. And so it is not automatic. That is why someone like Isaac, on Thursday, I explained to you how Isaac worked hard from Genesis chapter 26. Bible says he sold. When he started there's a prosper, his enemies came to attack him. He went to do it again in a different place, again and again and again. Listen, lift up your hands, say, Lord, lift up your hands, say, Lord, deliver me from this spirit of sluggishness. Ji akwajuro free me so. Na mame enye de hum. Ami di beye ejuma. Say an amen. Clap your two hands for the Lord. So lazy people, they sleep while they are supposed to be working. Their mates are working and they are sleeping. I'm resting. Only you, you have two weekends in the week. Only you. You have two holidays, off days. Saturday, Sunday. Now at least Ghana, Saturday we go to work. So now Sunday is the holiday. As for you, I've added one more. Why? Because yesterday I went to work. I got money. So today I didn't go to work. It's a reflection that you are lazy. Who said too much money is not good? So if yesterday you went to work and you got money, why should you rest today? You are resting for what? What I read, young man like you, you are home. What are you doing? Ye- yesterday I went to work, so I'm resting today. I, I don't understand. Not that I just watch people and I'm like, hey, what? Oh, until I say, okay. Hey, it said I'm resting. Listen, one of the ways to see a lazy person, they easily say they are sick. Yeah, this guy every day I'm sick. They easily say they are sick. Why? If you want to see a lazy person, and check every month our sick day. Every month, at least two days, we were so yari. I the one, but how many times do you fall sick? Utiya o yaka kepe wada. One say about twelve. About a year twelve. Yari nejai. So the tipayane, you are top page. I, you, you are just lazy. Waking up to work, you don't want to wake up. So small no one say, I'm feeling hot. My head, my this, my that. Listen, if you are dating someone like that, you better quit. Oh. You better quit. I'm telling you. Otherwise, that's your combat deal. Oh, yeah, me, I've been advising me, unless you are not around me, if you're a man around me, 
One of the key advice I give you is that never marry a woman who doesn't work. Unless, see, if you see any man around me and you are dating that man, know that I've advised him against you. I'm giving you a free apple. <laughs> Unless I don't know that you are not working. If I don't even know, I'll ask. I'll ask that what does she do? <laughs> it's better you are selling food. So it's better you are sweeping somewhere. It's better than to say, I'm doing nothing. You will just be a beautiful baggage. Don't be a beautiful baggage for us to carry. No. Every lady here refused to be a burden on any man. Tell yourself that I will not be a burden on you. I'll, not. I'll work with my own hands. Be a burden. Amen. And then next Sunday or so, and then we catch you out as they say, I'm sorry, me cheating him. And I'll open our eyes. Do something. Do something. Get something and sell. What do you say? Get something and sell. It's better at least who the people who visit. So send your person away. No, we start it. Then because the money is three. The money is three today. The money is three. The baby is wearing no more. The money is gone. The money is not going. Don't give any excuse. The hand that doesn't work should not eat. Listen, marriage, marriage. Eh, when we marry you, eh, we have not employed you. When we marry you, doesn't mean we have employed you. Because we have employed you, we, we have married you. When we employ you, we have married you, so we have employed you. Go and work. Look for a car. You see, a lot of you, you are here. Your biggest ambition is to marry as a woman. Who need vision here? You are just waiting for the next boy who doesn't think to come and propose to you and put a ring on your head. Oh, yes. 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 Yes, it's true. It's true. Listen. But if you get a guy who is as wise as a serpent like me, The men be wise. Don't be don't don't follow just the beauty. There are there are some beauty people, beautiful people who are hard working. So don't be trapped by beauty. Oh, but you know, I like it. I like it. Pause it and go and look for another beautiful wine who, who, who works. I know on Costco. I know on the Juma. Who be standing there? Eden Obeyensua. I see. Hmm. Minimum. Major. Who be Peska? Eddie Ayadi. Who Peska? And watch them. They will keep ordering. They will keep telling you, buy me rice. Uh, buy me this. Uh, give me money for my father. Give me money for my uncle. Give me, and they don't do anything with their lives. 
No. If you are my daughter, listen to the voice of your father. When you leave this place, start something. Look for something and do. Okay? Okay? You are, you are not too big. Look for something. Hmm? Just, just go to you. If you have nothing, just go to a boutique and say, listen, I want to advertise some of your things and start doing something. It's better than what you do. Nothing. Do something. Hmm? Do something. Be hard working. And the guys, be hard working. Don't say there is a lion in the street. There's no lion. There, there's no lion. The Bible says that it is the lazy man that says there's a lion. Hmm? But let me read the Bible. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 26, verse 30. Aquajufonisi lion be. The slothful man said, There is a lion in the way. A lion is in the street. So when you see the lazy man at home, huh? Why didn't you go to work? Oh, today. You see that they say that bridge over there it is broken. So they say everybody should stay home and be safe. You see a lazy man who say, Oh, today ah, my, my leg, I don't feel very fine. You see the lazy man that today I didn't feel like going to work. You see the lazy man who said that oh uh, today when I can no more hey, hey, the weather. They always have a, 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 a reason, an excuse for not going to work. And they are home. You are delivered from the spirit of laziness. I said you are delivered from the spirit of laziness. You are delivered from the spirit of laziness. Listen, the women. Oh, today, dear, my, my, my women will not like me. Oh, forgive me. See, I beg you, eh? I beg you, forgive me. But let me talk to you. I love you before. Too. Let me talk to you. Now, uh, Mr. Projector Man, help me talk to my daughters. Give me Genesis 24, verse 44. Listen. Emano munti Loka na Do you know the secret to Rebecca's success? How many of you know Rebecca? If you know Rebecca in the Bible, what what Rebecca deem or Bible muda? Let me see. I'll be very surprised. Now, now listen. Now, do you know that in the days of, of Abraham, Abraham was the richest man. And his son, Isaac, was also in his days, it's like the son of Bill Gates. Obviously, it will have money. Especially from the start. So Isaac was the richest man in those days, in his days, among his mates. And his father was looking for a, a, a woman to marry for Isaac. I'm sure that a lot of you would have loved to be Rebecca. Isn't it? How yes. many want to marry poor people? Oh, lift up your hand. You want to marry a poor person? Even if you are my daughter, I won't allow. <laughs> if the person is poor, but at least has a vision working, then I know he's not poor. He's rich up here, so the money will come. You understand? But if the person is even poor here, Senepa, Senepa and Listen. 
Listen. Now, Rebecca got the chance to marry this richest man, like Despite's son in Ghana. Huh? Or Dangote's son. Or their son. Maybe so for you. Now, do you know the qualification? You think that she will come with some shape and some something what you see on social media now? No, 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 no. The Bible said, but she said to me, both wait, sorry. Let me let me read something. Now, the man that is going to select the wife told God something. Give me verse 43. Give me verse 43. Look, look, look at the man who talking to God. He's going to select a wife for Isaac. He said, Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin who comes, will you change the, the version so that I will not have to explain? Change, just change the version. He said, I am standing here at the spring. Let the virgin who comes out to draw water here. And I say to her, that please let me drink a little water from your jug. Watch what the man said. Oh. Next verse. And who responds to me? And then let that woman respond to me. That oh, drink. And I will also fetch water for your camels. Now. One camel drinks more than 10 barrels of water. Camel. They drink a lot of water. So if you are feeding a camel, one camel. Do you know a camel? One camel on barrels and yet couple. And yet gallon. Barrels. They can drink water and they travel for days on that water so for the man to say that me person me saw or baby share me person me worry obia onim a juma and until they ready me pay juma dear money for me share because all coffee on isaac feeling a year juma a year well near diggy it is all barn i will say onim well with juma a year money a year it is all barn i will say why any more and yes liquid i'm a copama me master it was a ready massa virgin or bepana me measure that's ready so mommy soon man why every nip him and cassette and now open a memo so but me who said come on this common drama it's me i'm a son so i'm a camel for some man now let's say if you're a lazy woman you will never do it especially when be saw for camel will be saw for no one only they say a cap or no capasa but come on a juma seven camels and all the coy Yes, who read the chapter now? Or the seven camels into Bakun Pony a barrel also. How many la- ladies will, will try to do such That was what she told God. Let that woman, says, let her be the woman the Lord has selected for my master's son. The next verse. Quick, please. Before I had finished praying in my heart, there was Rebecca. May you appear. Amen. When a certain gentleman prays, may you appear. Amen. Then Rebecca appeared, coming with her jack on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. 
So I said to her, please let me have a drink to let then she quickly lowered her jack from her shoulder and said, Oh, drink, and I will also fetch water for your camels. He didn't ask her to fetch water for the camels, that was the test. But she said, I will fetch water for the camels. It doesn't matter how many rounds I must go to fetch, I will fetch for the camels, and I will water your camels also. So I drank. And she also watered the camels. Then, verse 47. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? And she responded, The daughter of Bitio, son of Nao, whom blah blah blah. And I put the ring on her nose and the bracelet on her wrist. In that, that was how to marry a woman in those days. They would put a ring on your nose and they put bracelet on your hand in the Asian continent. That's why you watch them, they have rings and like this. Wow. Look at how she entered into the greatest family. Look at how she became the mother of Israel. By hard. Not by slaying around. You want to become a married woman by makeups and wearing trousers. And you don't like working. Woman, arise and transform your world. Woman, arise and do something with your hands. Hmm? My wife goes to work in the morning. By 8 o'clock, she's already out of home. She returns after 9 p.m., almost 10. Most of the times, 9, 10. She works the whole day. What time do you leave? What time do you come? My wife does two jobs. You think I married a lazy woman? No. Married the hard work. <laughs> Ask the lady by you, are you going to change or you continue in this laziness? <laughs> from today, you are delivered from laziness. May you never catch yourself snoring at 10 o'clock a.m. yourself sitting before Chinese people speaking to watching in the daytime when you could have been out there working and for the gentlemen the lesser said the better do something with your hands rise up to your feet Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died, that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. 
we invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.